Hi everyone, this is Oystein, co-creator of The Amelia Project. Today's episode is sponsored by Tracks of War, which happens to be a show that I have made. When I was approached by Nordland Theatre in Norway to make a fiction podcast about the history of the Nordland Railway, I said yes right away. The Nordland Railway has a fascinating and dark history. It was finished by the Nazis during the Second World War, and prisoners of war were used as slave workers on the line. The railway winds through the harsh and haunting landscape of northern Norway, and it is one of the northernmost railways in the world. Through 16 short episodes, you are given glimpses into the dramatic creation of the Nordland Railway. The episodes are all standalone stories, so you can listen in any order you want, and they're all named after stretches of the Northern Railway line. Some episodes are dark, others brighter, some moments might even be funny. Among the tragedy and the drama, I have tried to look for hope and resistance. We've produced both a Norwegian and an English version, hoping to reach audiences all over the world, including you. I've brought on board some of the best talent that I know from the indie fiction podcast scene. I hope you want to check out Alan Bergen as an evil Nazi commander, Tom Crowley and Felix Trench as prison guards, and Kareem Kronfli as the Norwegian railway director Valdemar Hoff, a man struggling with the choices he ended up making. The Nordland Railway Tracks of War is a production by Nordland Theatre and Boulder 2024. Search for The Nordland Railway, Tracks of War, on your favourite podcatcher, or look it up on trailway.no. And um, let me know what you thought. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hello, dear listeners. You've reached The Amelia Project. If you're enjoying this series and would like to support our work, consider becoming a patron from just $2 by visiting ameliapodcast.com and going to support the show. You'll be able to listen ad-free and get to watch a behind-the-scenes video about the making of this festive series. Day 7 is dedicated to our patron Tibby, who will fall into a bonfire while roasting marshmallows and will reappear as a concert pianist with the Berlin Philharmonic. Thank you so much, Tibby. Joey, Joey, stop being so noisy. <sighs> Joey, I'm trying to sleep. I'm going to knock you so hard. What the hell? Joey? Joey, where are you? Santo Cristo, cosa sta succedendo? Joey, uh-huh. what are you doing in there? Uh-huh. Te lo giuro, if we get out of this alive, I am going to kill you. Uh-huh. What's going on? You tell me. Why am I wet? Why were you asleep in the water? Where did that kid's pool come from? I don't know. Didn't you bring it? No! Ow! Then how did you end up in the water? I don't know! 
You were sleeping in an inflatable pool with six swans. Better than sleeping with the fishes. Don't be funny with me. Actually, it's one, two, three, four, seven. Okay, seven swans. Whatever. They're having a fight, and I just saved your life. You made me wet. Hey, you made espresso? No, I just woke up and saved your ass. I don't need saving. You were being trampled by angry swans. Can you please make espresso? Put on some dry clothes first. How did you not notice the swans? I was asleep. They were killing each other over your head. I think that one is the winner. He looks pretty proud. Jesu Cristo, and that one is licking his wounds. Oddly, is any feathers left? They're all over the room. Looks like the inside of a pillow. Makes me sleepy. <sighs> Don't fall asleep again. Oh, sorry! If we'd woken up sooner, we could have made a bet. We could have invited guests. Swan fighting. We would have made a dime. Another time. Hey, maybe the winner will fight the other swans. Maybe. You're covered in feathers. The swans are molting. You're wet. <laughs> At least it's not tarring feathers. That was such a hassle. <laughs> I almost died! Did you see who brought them? The swans? And the paddling pool. No. Joey. Well, did you see them? No, but it was our job together. Then why didn't you do it? They put you in the pool. You should have woken up. You shouldn't have fallen asleep! Idiota! Ganzo! We should tell the others. Mm. We should! Yes, yes. But I'll say it was your fault. Hey! I'll make espresso first. Perfetto. In a paddling pool? Si. And you both fell asleep? Si. How could you? Oh, it's actually very easy. You just close your eyes oh, and... To be honest, I expected Joey to fall asleep, but you, Salvatore, you... I was very... A tubrote? Uh, in my defense. Uh... Uh, you know what? I should never have trusted you with such an important mission. Now we'll never know who's dumping these birds on us. We can try again tonight. We'll never know! Never, ever, ever! Never, ever, 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 ever! Eh. You messed it up! Listen, I fell asleep because I was dead tired. You said to make a fake death for Rachel Allingworth. It was hard work. Oh, yes, I'm sure it was. In fact, I know exactly how hard it is to come up with a fake death because... Oh, I don't know. Perhaps I do it every day? Oh, you know, more fool me for thinking, with 12 deaths in 12 days, wouldn't it be good to share the workload? Oh, what a fool I am. Luckily for me, I have come up with a backup plan, because I suspected you wouldn't be able to pull it off. I knew Joey was always going to fall asleep, and you, Salvatore, well, you would probably start playing Tekken 3 on the PlayStation and forget all about it. That's not fair. It is not. No? Uh, but you did fall asleep, didn't you? Because if you hadn't, we'd be sitting here right now interrogating the reverse thief, wouldn't we? But I don't see the reverse thief anywhere, do you? That's but ridiculous. we only fell asleep because you want we something did done come up with a plan. Go What? I was exhausted from planning and drawing and building until three in the morning. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. Really? What did you make? I made the biggest, most impressive pyrotechnical extravaganza you have ever seen. Pyrotechnics, you say? Tonight is New Year's Eve. So we thought tonight should be a disappearance via firework display. Okay, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. First we sat down and drew the plans. It 
was so much thinking. I don't think I have ever thought that much. So when we were done thinking, I needed to close my eyes for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I stayed up until early in the morning and built the rocket. The rocket? What, just one? Oh, but you need to see this rocket. Wait, 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 wait. What's so special about this rocket? How do you get a whole firework display out of one rocket? You need to see this rocket. Here is what will happen. Rachel Ollingworth will be sent out to buy fireworks for New Year's Eve. She comes across a great offer by a new firework company. Phoenix Fireworks. Oh, I like that. They have created a new firework experience. There is only one rocket. But it is very big. Inside is a chain reaction of smaller rockets and explosive devices that color the sky in the hues of the rainbow. Sparks spinning, swirling and raining as far as the eye can see. As the finale, the sparks spell out Buon Anno in burning letters. Wow! Everyone who is left will be standing in the garden counting down to midnight. Rachel will walk down to the rocket, light the fuse and start walking back towards her family. Then she discovers her shoelace is stuck to the rocket. Her shoelace? She bends down, struggling to untie it. But it is too late. The rocket goes off. Whoosh! And Rachel is pulled into the sky. Holy macaroni! But, but, but won't that kill her for real? No. It is her replacement corpse that is pulled into the sky. In the darkness, with only the light of the burning fuse, it is easy to replace her. Oh, bravo, bravo. Oh, yes. Oh, I must admit, I didn't think you could do it, but this is an excellent death. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Rachel Hollingworth whooshed away up into the sky. Oh, we won't need my backup plan then. <laughs> Which is good, because it would have been very hard to pull off. Yes, it involved a travelling circus with 15 elephants and a motorcycle stunt cage. Never mind that, though. Will you show me this fabulous rocket? Of course. It is in the workshop. Uh, with the swans. Oh, yes, the swans. What's to do with the swans? Well, we could give them back to the Queen. You think the Queen gave us all the birds? <laughs> oh, yes, that would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she didn't. Um, well, at least I don't think she did. Didn't you know? The Queen actually owns all unmarked swans in Britain. Yes, since the 12th century, the royal family has protected swans from being eaten by anyone but the upper classes. And since the 1980s, no one's allowed to eat them. Which I think is very fair. Yes, swans are, after all, the most graceful of all the birds. White, angelic... Like a swirl of whipped cream on the cocoa-brown waters of the British lakes. <laughs> Graceful. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're really not. They are so noisy. And messy. Fight until they plucked each other naked. Waddling around, honking like horny truck drivers. What? No, no, no. All right. Listen. 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 I can prove to you that swans are graceful. <laughs> How? Now, uh, I have an idea. Ah, uh, oh, where is that now? Um, oh, I, I know it's here somewhere. The, oh, the last time I saw it must have been when we helped Mark vanish for six days in the Sahara during the Paris-Dakar rally. That must have been in 1982. Uh, which means it won't be that drawn. <laughs> ah, yes, here it is. Ah, a boombox. And a cassette. What are you doing? Well, 
I'm preparing this year's New Year's concert. <laughs> what? With a boombox from 1982? With this, I can prove that swans are graceful, whatever they're doing. Come with me. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. They're fighting again. Look, the win is being challenged. I called it. The contender is bigger. The champion is struggling. I put 10 on the champion. 10 on the contender. Deal. Oh, they are magnificent, aren't they? Do you think they'll kill each other? I think they might. Such dignity and elegance. Oh, it's getting bloody. So, let's get this concert started, shall we? Are you playing Eye of the Tiger? Or Physical with Olivia Newton-John? <laughs> we googled biggest hits in 1982. Ooh, play past the Dachi. Oh, nothing so crude as pop music, no. No, you see, swimming, honking, fighting. With this music playing in the background, it will be the most majestic swimming, honking, and fighting you have ever seen. Is it I Love Rock and Roll? No! Swan Lake. Enjoy. Happy New Year, boys. <laughs> <laughs>